All right, welcome to episode nine of the My Friend Fred podcast. And tonight we are going to do a tiny little movie review on Mortal Kombat. So sit back, relax, enjoy this one. Yo, welcome to episode nine. I can't believe we have nine episodes of this, even though it took a huge hiatus. But episode nine is here so man maybe i should do something for episode 10 now i know i said that there's going to be a little movie review in this i know i'm talking a little low because it's kind of late at the time that i'm recording this so i gotta try to keep my voice down any hooters so one thing i want to touch on before i start getting into mortal Kombat is falcon and the winter soldier couple quick little thoughts that i want to get out um, like I said in the previous one, White Russell, absolutely a breakout performance. And the suit at the finale, because I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the 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 last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier already. So, you know, I'm not going to hold back with the spoilers. The suit, the U.S. agent suit. Perfect. I mean, perfect not as good you know i mean of course it got overshadowed by the new you know falcon captain america suit but you know hey man like comic accuracy like that that's pretty accurate like that was pretty accurate they're both accurate actually anthony mackie's suit his captain america suit spot on i mean i don't think they could have nailed that any more than they did um but you know, it's it was just it was just awesome. Like, it, I mean, these shows that they're making, you know, these these Disney Plus shows are just. I mean, I mean, really, they are knocking them out of the park. Like, you know, you kind of had uh, WandaVision was like the first step, you know, it wasn't very traditional MCU. It's kind of I mean, almost got like an experimental vibe off of it. You know, they could have they could have win either way, you know, like because in the beginning of WandaVision. I I'm not I'm, I'm going to admit, you know, it almost lost me a little bit. I was almost like, man, you know, I don't know. This might be a, a fucking dud, you know, like, but then it got really good. It ramped up and it was an amazing show, an amazing piece. Then so that I, I could see that as like the experimental one then. But it being a home run. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is kind of more of what we're accustomed to with the MCU. You know, a little some witty banter, really, really good action, awesome special effects, and a solid story. Storytelling is key in in you know in in anything in my point in my opinion, especially when it comes to like Mar uh, not Marvel in particular, but any type of comic book property. The stories have to be coherent it has to be you know it has to have a good direction because if you don't you just get like spaghetti you know it looks like you're looking at like just ropes of spaghetti and it's confusing you know and it could be diluted it could be convoluted in some cases <clears throat> mcu i mean not mcu <laughs> dceu i'm looking at you uh with the convoluted storylines trying to do too much in one movie you know, trying to play <laughs> catch up, but you know, I digress. They kind of made up with the uh, 
with Justice League Snyder cut, so I can't bomb on them too much because I was really impressed by that one. But I digress with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus back on um on uh, call it here on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier real quick before we get into Mortal Kombat. Um, one of the things I see a lot about Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, and I even touched on it in the last episode, is the spinoffs from it and yes i can see the thunderbolts happening yes it could happen very much could happen is it going to happen the way that some of us think it could happen like are they is it going to be rated r is it going to be ultra violent should they have james gunn direct it ah maybe let's see how he does with uh with uh suicide squad because if he if he could hit a home run with suicide squad i say sign that man up for four to six movies of of uh the thunderbolts because he can cross them over with so many other properties that are already developed in the mcu i mean like the the possibilities are pretty much endless if this guy could helm two franchises which I think he could he could do it. Like if anybody could do it, he could do it. I think he'd be a perfect director actually for um the Thunderbolts if they made a movie about it. I could totally see them doing a movie about it. Well, I don't know. You know, like some of these some of these like uh some of these properties since they've shown us that some of this stuff could really work in a series form or a series medium, like a TV medium, I could, I could kind of see it maybe being more of a, and then almost like, I don't want to say anthology series, like akin to uh, American horror story, even though that would be kind of cool, but I could definitely see it more as like a TV show with a revolving cast because a lot of the characters, same thing, like in the suicide squad, a lot of the characters from the uh, Thunderbolts, they die. Like they get killed and they get murdered or they get, you know, backstabbed and they get killed by their teammates on missions and and by enemies and all that kind of stuff, you know. But definitely uh, I could see the Thunderbolts working either or, you know, in a movie or in a series. But man, you know, like if they start making other teams into series or they take they start taking other characters and they start developing developing them moving forward into a, a a team series, you know, kind of like how they did with the Avengers, how they had the individual movies, then they made the team movie. I mean, that would be great if they did that with, uh, man, what's uh, like the champions or if they did that with, um, I really want to see them do that with the real roster of the defenders, not the defenders we saw in, um, on I'm sorry, on a Netflix, because that wasn't really the Defenders. That was just some hodgepodge shit they put together. The real Defenders was Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange, the Hulk and Prince Namor. Those were the four, you know, I guess you can call them like the door breakers. And then you had supporting cast, uh, a supporting cast of Valkyrie. <clears throat> Hellcat, Nighthawk, who is an awesome character. And oh man, was there somebody else? Oh, I want to say that was it though. So it was like seven of them. And 
that would be that would be an awesome little awesome little show but i think that might work a little more animated or as a as a cartoon because you know you got you got some serious powers there with the hulk silver surfer doctor strange and you know prince namor who we we haven't even seen on the live action screen yet so yeah We'll see. We'll see about that one. But yeah, I can see a bunch of stuff coming out of out of the MCU it's spinoffs and stuff. But the one I'd be really excited about is Thunderbolts. Another little team that I would personally like to see come out. And they're not the most popular, but they have a kind of a cult following. Kind of big into the uh, cult following stuff when it comes to comic books and horror movies, too, um, is the New Warriors. And that, I think... Uh, would be this is just my personal opinion i think if that's done right and developed correctly i could totally see that being a breakout hit because it's a younger it's a younger it'll appeal to like a younger demographic the characters are semi-younger you know they're more of like the maybe early 20s late teens demographic right there and you know if you make it kind of serious maybe Maybe like the Teen Titans kind of where it's like dark and they're getting hurt and they're killing people and stuff like that. It might it might work. But I but again, you know, I kind of don't see uh, Disney doing something like that. Like, I, I think uh, they might be a little more reserved, but who knows, you know, especially with uh, Marvel, Marvel franchises or Marvel properties like uh, oh, what was the Hellstorm coming out? Like, I mean, that was on Hulu. So if they have anything more mature, anything super violent, like it's not going to be on Disney Plus, it's going to be on Hulu. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll, it'll be on Hulu. Like, like for whatever reason, you know, John Walker, the U.S. agent, got a show. It'd probably be on Hulu because he's probably going to kill a couple people. Hmm. Oh, that would be actually pretty cool. All right. So that I bludgeoned you that. Well, after I bludgeoned you over the head with all this comic book talk, let's get in to... Mortal Kombat. Now, this is my first little movie review or my thoughts on a movie because I, I don't I don't you know, I don't know how to do like real movie reviews. I'm not like, oh, the first act and, blah, 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 and the cinematography and the lighting and all that. You know, I I kind of call it how I see it with movies. So let's just let's just jump into it. So first off, I'm not the biggest Mortal Kombat aficionado. Like I do and I did enjoy the video games when I was playing them. And I am aware that there's a very rich, uh, you know, mythos with the franchise. And a lot of people really, really, really dig the story, you know, especially like uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion's history and stuff like that. I know a lot of people focus on that and they focus on Liu Kang's uh, history and you know, uh, Kung Lao and Raiden and all that stuff. And, and I used to love all the characters. I used to love the game. And, and, and to be honest with you, I had really, really, really high expectations for this movie. And my God, just the, the, you, you know what? Let, let, let's start with the, with the trailer. Okay. <laughs> because I remember when that, when this Mortal Kombat movie came out and when the red band trailer came out, holy shit balls i mean it got everybody hyped everybody was like 
Oh shit, did you see that? They're gonna have fucking fatalities in it. Yo, this is fucking crazy. Imagine what they're gonna be able to do with the special effects. You know, oh man, it's gonna be so much better than the one from the 90s. Da 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 da, all this stuff, you know, and and everybody was, you know, like they showed the fight scene with the, uh, you know, Sub Zero and Scorpion, Scorpion and Sub Zero, like, you know, takes the ice. Or he freezes this dude's blood and he like stabs him with it. And then, you know, you hear the the iconic line like, get over here. And he like, you know, pulls Sub-Zero through the guardrail and they're fighting and it looks fucking super badass, you know. And you got Kano, you know, ripping people's hearts out and they showed a couple characters, you know, and everyone's dissecting the the trailer. And, you know, everybody was so fucking stoked for this movie. My God, you know, and then. And then it came out and it was it was just a huge piece of shit, you know, <laughs> like, like I have an 11 year old son and he's and he's all about, you know, video games. And this is like. A major game, you know, and and he was like, Dad, this is this is horrible about midway through it. It was like, this is terrible. And and my God, the the story, you know, when it says something when an 11 year old who primarily plays video games on his free time is like yeah this this is a piece of shit you know like straight up and my god the story where was the story you know like it was all over the place it was all over the place way too much oh okay i gotta reel it in because i'm starting to get all over the place i think the one of the main things i had an issue with was there was no tournament like, I get it, you know, like you want to tease the audience and be like, oh, look, you know, we'll show you the tournament in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, dude, you got to knock it out of the park, bro, with like the first movie. Like this was this was Mortal Kombat with ADHD, you know, like it, the story was all over the place. You know, who who whose idea was it to put this dude uh, Cole as the main character, you know, because yeah, that's what we wanted to see. You know, we wanted to see some random character who I uh, like, I guess wasn't in the game because I had never heard of them. And then all of a sudden make him like a descendant of Scorpion. You know, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, come on. We wanted to see more Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. We wanted to see more of the character development. There was hardly any character development. And then the characters that they did show you and they did try to develop was rushed at best. You know, the only one they kind of develop is Cole. And you don't really care all that much about Cole because, I mean, what what did they show? Like, yeah, he's got a family and he's got a daughter, apparently. And, you know, he's an, uh, he's a, a possibly washed up MMA fighter who gets his ass handed to him. You know, and and like on the daily is only fighting for like not on the daily, but I mean, like, like you know, every time he fights and he's fighting for 200 bucks with a two days notice and he's getting beat up and he has the mark like, dude, has he even earned the mark? Like what? Like, come on, man. Like, you, I, I, you know, and then, you know, the, the Jacks, like from what I from what I was researching before this, like, I guess Jax's origin for his uh, metal arms, this is the second or third time they've changed it. You know, uh, 
it was it was so it was so just not what I was anticipating with the movie, you know, like and if I remember correctly, I thought nobody could fight each other before Mortal Kombat. Yet you've got Sub-Zero just murking people, you know, I mean, a lot of it happens off camera, you know, like where they're like, oh, he's killed dozens of them, you know, like, but it's like, bro, like who, who, who is he killing? Where, you know, there's no name drops. There's no real, no Easter eggs. Like, I mean, when it comes to that part of it, there were Easter eggs. Like they showed Nighthawk, uh, the, the, uh, the native American fighter. They showed him in a little drawing and, and they showed, uh, I forgot who else they showed. They showed somebody else. I forgot who it was, but they definitely, I definitely caught the, the Nighthawk, um, you know, Easter egg. He was one of my favorite characters actually. And then, um, I forgot which one that one was that like the second one, third one. I don't know. Maybe second one, you know, it was, it was just nuts. You know, like the story was, like I said, like the story was just all over the place. The way they met Liu Kang in the, uh, in the desert was just absurd. You know, Kano with his, uh, you know, quote unquote comic relief. Like it was, I'll say Kano's comic relief was okay, but it was like, you had to cap it off. Like at, at some point, this guy's supposed to be like a, like a serious feared crime boss, you know, leader of something. And he just comes off as like a fucking buffoon. Like he could barely fight. He's he's not all that uh, skilled, you know, in in pretty much anything but running his fucking mouth. You know, he gets his ass handed to him by Sonya, who who like like what was the point of having Sonya not have the mark? Like, bro, like like come on, man! Like she's she's only in the original fucking game, right? Or like you, you know, she's she's a, a founding character in the whole franchise, and and she has to like earn her mark or her invitation to Mortal Kombat through like some like crazy other way. But then like Jax has it, you know, and then Cole's born with it. Like he's it's just like part of his like DNA. Like he has the invitation, you know, and and then you get Kung Lao, and you got you know, uh, <clears throat> sorry. You had Kung Lao, who was cool for the most part, but again, you know, like it was, it it felt hollow. Like there was no development. You didn't care about a lot of these other characters that you should care for, because they're founding members of the franchise. Man, like there should have been a little more development, a little more backstory, especially with Liu Kang and Kung Lao, because I don't think Kung Lao was in any of the other movies. You you had uh who you you had uh who was another, another waste that, that I think it was, it was, uh, I think they were a waste of character was, um, reptile, you know, reptile. (laughs) I mean, aside from him, not looking anything like a ninja, you know, he was just like a giant lizard man. Like, I mean, which I thought looked pretty cheesy in the CG didn't look all that great. Like, I hate to say that like, Oh, CG didn't look all that great, but it's true. Like the CG look didn't look that good for, for him, especially when he, when it was like clear that he was like a giant lizard guy. And it was just like, what? And then, Oh God, the, the, uh, the whole like loophole too, like with, 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 Oh, you know, Shang Tsung found a loophole 
through the rules of Mortal Kombat and he's killing all the people, you know, but, oh, we have this literal God uh, in Raiden here that can't really do anything. You know, it's like, dude, like, can he go to the other elder gods and say, hey, man, this guy's breaking the fucking rules. He's killing all of our champions before the fight happens. Like, what was the goal there? Was he supposed to kill all the champions and then be like, oh, hey, um, by the way, Earth forfeits. You know, we're just going to take Earth like like what? <laughs> like, like, come on, dude. And then it looks like, you know, uh, by judging by how strong Raiden was, it looked like he could have stopped them you know at any time like he he quarters off that temple i mean unless like his powers don't go past the fucking temple you know for whatever reason i i don't know the the other thing that was kind of uh i pointed out to a friend of mine was that the fighting was weak like the choreography was weak you know like i honestly i mean i, I kind of thought of this before I, I flipped the mic on but i mean cobra kai had more like devastating fight choreography where like they're fighting. And you're like, Oh shit, that looks like that could have hurt than this than mortal Kombat. And I'll go on record to say that like Cobra Kai had better fort fight choreography. The only thing that saved mortal Kombat, my honest opinion was the fatalities at the end of some of these random fights like Kung Lao's hat, you know, uh, Kano's, you know, Kano ripping uh, reptiles heart out, uh, you know, all these all, all this other stuff, you know, like it was just a mess. My God, you know, and then you got the two most, in my opinion, the two most iconic characters in the franchise. You know, everybody wanted to see them throw down Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero. And then they have like no screen time. You know, like they, they just they have no screen time. You know, S uh, Scorpion's not even. Oh, my God, I, I can't even think straight. It gets me so frustrated. <laughs> but, you know, Scorpion's not even in it for all that much. He's in it, what, like maybe nine minutes and then like seven minutes of it is like the opening scene. So and then you got Sub-Zero who's like in and out. And, and I'll say this, the fight scenes with Sub-Zero are badass or are, are pretty cool. I'm not going to say badass, like they're pretty cool, but the homie that plays Sub-Zero was actually in the Raid Redemption. He was a sergeant that got killed. That guy's a great actor. He needs to he needs to be in way more stuff, way more stuff. The I wanted to see more of the rivalry between oh, I wanted to see more of the rivalry between Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Straight up, the movie should have really, in my opinion, the movie should have revolved around their beef or it should have like been heavily in the script. It should because I mean, honestly, man, like, come on, dude, like who is Cole? I'm sorry. This the whole character was just. Ugh, it was it was dude, and then his power is like he's got the yellow armor on. He's making weapons and he kills Goro you know, like he just totally chops him up into pieces because he's coming after his family. I get it. You know, he got his uh, his Cortana. Like, I, I don't know, like his powers from like from like, you know, having his family threatened. Like, OK, cool, man. Like, we got it. You activated your X gene. Cool. But I mean, bro, come on. Like that, that shit was weak. It was kind of weak. It, it, it was not kind of it was fucking weak. And <laughs> the. 
okay, so I, I kind of popped off on the negative parts of the movie, like, you know, oh yeah. The, and by the way, like, you know, we're going to wait for the sequel to have the tournament. Like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, I get it. Like the movie's getting good reviews, but eh. so some of the positives, I guess, cause I don't want to be a, a petty Roosevelt, you know, too much, but some of the positives definitely was cabal. I thought cabal, you know, whatever scene cabal was in was badass. His super speed looked cool. You know, his shit talking through the scenes was fucking cool. Uh, Melina was badass. Uh, the chick with the wings didn't really, I, that was pointless. You would have been better off showing a different character. I think maybe, uh, what's the other guy's name baraka would have been better than than showing the chick with the wings that got split down the middle by cabal by i'm sorry by kung lao's hat you know that would have been way more entertaining to see baraka but you know those that was that was pretty much it like i mean the characters that I thought were the most interesting on, you know, on the screen barely had enough screen time. You know, it was just, it was just so, it seemed like it was just trying to do like too much, you know, uh, like a, a buddy of mine uh, brought up a good point. The reason why I said, Oh, well, Goro looked really good. And he was like, yo, it's because it's my buddy, Ben, he was like, yo, it's because it was in a, in a dark uh, setting. So like the CG didn't look bad. And I thought about it and I was like, you know, he's right because the scenes where they showed a uh, reptile was in a much more lit, you know, scene. And it was, it looked like total dog shit. <laughs> so, so I don't know, you know, all in all, if I had to rate this movie on like some type of rating system, it would, I, I'd have to give it like a, maybe like a, a four and a half and that's being generous four and a half out of like 10 like that like that movie was just like i thought the execution was just piss poor and and i really didn't like the direction that they're trying to pull the franchise in and it's just i don't know man they they how, how do you make mortal Kombat and not show the fucking tournament you know like like i mean i get it like you want to wait you want to draw out the fucking movie but it's like bro like like what if the franchise dies after the second movie and your plan is to show the actual tournament in the third movie you know like or in the fourth movie or in a or in a a spin off like like what like what do they think like how do they not try to make the first movie an absolute slam dunk and give the people what they want. Like, I don't, I don't get that. I, I, I don't know. I don't get that. Hopefully they recover and they, they, uh, change some of this stuff by the second movie, which I'm pretty sure they're going to get a second movie, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't see how, but I could see how, you know, sheesh. All right. Well, we're over here. We're coming up on my time limit. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this little mini review. Uh, not really a review, but it's a fucking rant about how I didn't like uh, Mortal Kombat. So, hey, you guys, uh, thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe and share wherever you're at. And I don't know. I'm going to try to think of something cool to do for episode 10. All right. You guys have a good one. And peace out.